This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. Hi, everybody. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and welcome once again, and thank you for your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. At the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, we focus on spotlighting folks who make the world a better place by being part of it and contributing. In many cases, this means we interview entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, change makers. Sometimes we interview people in executive positions in corporations. And every once in a while, I run across somebody who is very interesting, who I decide to feature, even though they may not technically fit into one of those categories, just to illustrate even further that the world is full of very interesting people, and you never know what type of experience you're going to have or what you may learn from somebody at any given time on any given day. I would like to briefly introduce Princess Alessandra Francesca. Those of you who watch the video version of our podcast all the way to the end know that she is in the credits as one of the feline feline office supervisors. So uh, Alessandra apparently is uh, very excited to join us today. And I'm also very excited to introduce our guest, my friend Oleg Cherkaski. And let me just tell you a little bit about him and then he's going to tell you more about it, more about himself. So essentially, Oleg right now, he's somebody I've known for a long time, and he's currently a college student, practical engineering uh, degree for software. He and I have had conversations about technology. We've had conversations about influence and persuasion. Very knowledgeable, very learned guy, and don't allow his sort of reserved, introverted presence to fool you. He's actually one of the more intriguing people you're likely to meet at any given time. So Oleg, welcome aboard. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. You bet. So overall, if you could tell us, um, how does what you do make the world a better place for the world in general? What what I do for work or what, what exactly... Well, uh, we can we can focus on the work you do. We can focus on the studies. So you can take that wherever you like. Well, one of the things that I love to do is to, like, autodidactically study 
different topics. Okay. Uh, for j- just today, I was became uh, interested in uh, the P- Punjab language and its writing system. And uh, well, just starting from th- from this morning, I managed to learn the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Now, my understanding, Oleg, is you speak several different languages with several different alphabets. Uh, I think um, that's very, think that's very impressive. Um, now, what are some of these languages, and what are some of the alphabets you're familiar with? And what suggestions do you have for folks who want to learn a different language that has a different alphabet system? I really struggled with Arabic; I couldn't do it. I also <laughs> tried my hand uh, at Romanian, and even though it's the same alphabet substantially that i use as an american english speaker i really struggled with that one too this is a different sound systems like you have the the r's with no the a's with the uh, whatever mm-hmm. uh, well the languages that i speak the, the ones i'm fluent at are russian hebrew and english yeah uh, that's three different <laughs> languages right there i mean or three different alphabets right there yeah there's uh, obviously Cyrillic, uh, he- well, Hebrews, Hebrew, and Latin. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's got to be quite a transition. Um, and 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 again, what I'm just trying to get down to is, I know when I tried to learn a different alphabet or a different script or set of characters, I really struggled to make the transition. Um, perhaps it's because I was being taught to speak it at the same time. Is there something to that? Because uh, I, And I know that part of your ability to speak these different languages speaks to the different places you've lived in your background. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's more so because I lived in a couple of places. Yeah. Uh, I tend, yeah, I tend to agree. Immersion has a lot to do with it. Uh, it's one thing the way they teach languages in our schools uh, where... In most cases, students actually don't really have to speak this on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But when you have to speak a language just to get by in the world, you will likely acquire at least a functional fluency a lot quicker. Actually, I uh, independently studied German for a couple of months, a few years ago. And uh, actually, I man- managed to get a very basic uh, understanding. I remember going to Austria a few years after that and being able to like get by with a very basic German vocabulary. Okay. Great, great, great. So uh, we like to have a little bit of fun here um, on this show. So for those of your friends, and I know you and I have some mutual friends, some of whom do follow this podcast, so this is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, tell me, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Uh well, I'm still not sure. That <laughs> uh, you're the oh, first people... person on the show to never to not have an answer to that. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> well, the people I know don't actually really know me really well. Like they don't really know that I like to learn languages, just as a hobby. Also, I have a pet pigeon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A pet pigeon, huh? Well, you saw Alessandra just zoomed right into the camera view as soon as you said pigeon. We have a lot of pigeons around here. She uh, was thinking lunch. And she, yeah, she was very much thinking thinking lunch. Well, you're going to get your wet food in just a little bit after I'm done interviewing Oleg on the Brewing Plus Passion podcast. All right, next question. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? 
uh, actually, I didn't. Uh, I've seen the PDF with that question. I didn't really know how to answer that. Like, does yeah, it matter really. <laughs> well, maybe that maybe that's your answer. Maybe it just doesn't matter to you. Yeah, well, I guess maybe it's, it'll be nice if they talk about how smart and good looking I am. But the, mm-hmm. like I said, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? Actually, I've, like, I've been thinking about that. I think somebody else asked me. And uh, I believe that if I w- were to change something about my past, it, I would become a very different person. Okay. And uh, I might not end up being who I am now. So I probably wouldn't do, wouldn't change anything because who knows how that could affect me. All right. Here's a question for you. Let's say you were given a choice. You could accept one or two things, either $10 million or the opportunity to go back to when you were 20 years old with the knowledge that you have now, which would you take? Probably the money. <laughs> <laughs> I Candidly, I think so too. Uh, I mean, you can turn back the clock to a degree, but just because I have the, I've thought about this, just because I had the additional knowledge that I'd be taking back with me to when I was 20, which would be going back about 25 years in my case, doesn't mean that it would, that it would definitely be what I would need to succeed and exceed in every scenario if it came up again. Plus, think about the butterfly effect. I'd be going back 25 years. You know, you'd be going back as well. And just the fact that we were going back with a different particular set of skills, that in itself is a butterfly's wings flapping, which means the very first thing we encounter when we go back to when we're 20 years old, we're going to handle differently, which is going to start a different ripple effect across the continuum of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things could get weird if it were a yeah, reality. So that, yeah, so that's why I say I'll just take the money, damn it. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot easier that way. Because with, with the money, at least I'm certain I'll still, I'll still be here. Think about what the butterfly effect can do. If, uh, if you've ever read the book or familiar with that, familiar with that parable. Um, I know the Ashton Kutcher movie, which is yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. The movie. Yeah, but that was based on something. So. Um, what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? What questions would you have for them if you had the opportunity? Could it be two of them? Yes, it may. Like one. Like if it's alive, then it would be our mutual teacher, Paul. Paul Ross, uh, speaker. Yes. Paul Ross, host of the of the uh, Invincible, or excuse me, he's creator of Invisible Influence, and also the host of the Influencers Edge podcast. He's one of our clients, and he's also been on this show. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would. I've never actually met him in person, so it would be okay. It would be nice, and basically ask him like what, how we. Basically, I'm a, I'm personally I have some personal struggles that I think maybe I relate to him in in some way, and how does yeah. he overcome this and uh, be, become a successful person? Right, it, right, right. Both in uh, both like a personal in his personal life and uh, 
and then selling. Although in sales, I think he like he's very. I've seen rec- recordings of him speaking. I, I think he's very gifted and being able to talk. And I, I don't think I'm particularly good in that direction. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So uh, who would be the dead person? Uh, that person would be uh, would be a rabbi, which I don't know if you ever heard of a rabbi. Adin Evan Israel Steinsaltz. No, I haven't. Uh, Tell me about him. He's... Uh, Basically, he's a rabbi who was born in Israel be- before the, the country was uh, created. And he was uh, raised by a secular family. And he had uh, like an education in the, in the sciences and mathematics. He, he was, well, before he became a rabbi, he was basically a math teacher. And had uh, very extensive education in a number of uh, topics. Right, right. At some point, he became religious, and actually, I'm very curious what what a person like that, what drives a person like that to become religious. Yeah, and like I would ask him questions about that, and he's very articulate in general. I've seen videos of him, mm-hmm. and obviously, would be able to speak in both Hebrew and, and English. Right. And I would talk to him about that. Right. So, in both of your both of your stories of the famous person you'd like to meet and the questions you have for them, I see a theme of overcoming perseverance. Um, I see adapt, improvise, overcome. So that kind of leads to my next question for you. And uh, it's the second to last question we're going to share with you today. What motivates and inspires you, Oleg, right now to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? I don't know, actually. Like I, I know that with uh, language learning, it's there's a there's like an aspect of obsession, which is not always healthy. <laughs> like I've spent a good number of hours with uh, learning the letters, which I probably shouldn't could have. Uh, I could have instead done some chores around the house, maybe worked on uh, a college project that I'm supposed to. Uh huh. Right. Also, I'm also like recently. I'm trying to learn more time management a little bit more, and I, I bought the book uh, Atomic uh, Habits. If you ever heard of that, it's like a new book. Okay, <laughs> Atomic Habits. Who's the author? It's uh, let me take a look. It's James Clear or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, did I answer the question? Because I'm. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm actually just out of curiosity looking up this uh, Atomic Habits. Uh, yeah, James Clear, you're absolutely right. Uh, the book, I believe, is called An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. Thank you for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to stash that in my Kindle library and <laughs> add it to my reading list. So final question for you today. What is one action? that you would encourage our listeners to take as soon as they finish listening to this episode in about a minute? Depends on the context. Okay. Uh, in, in what context? <laughs> All right. So let me, let, me, let me give you a context. In terms of – we've spoken a lot of th- about some of the things we covered today include exploration, curiosity, perseverance. Mm-hmm. So – 
could it be that you would encourage folks to be willing to follow their natural curiosity and be genuinely curious about the world? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Although for me, it just comes naturally, so I, I don't exactly think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I've known about you, um, and again, you and I have known each other for a long time, although we have not yet had the opportunity to meet in person, is like me, you're uh, fairly introverted energetically wise. So, um, I mean, I think both of us type better than we write. Uh, however, <laughs> this is a you know, this is a podcast, so we uh, are having this conversation. I think I've I think it's like the second or third time I've ever had a voice dialogue with you. Other than that, we've had many, many, many chat conversations over the years uh, through social mm -hmm. media, email, uh, discussion groups we both belong to, and what have you. So mm -hmm. I was, I'm, I'm so honored that you were willing to take 15 minutes to spend with us and give us a little bit of a different point of view from a different perspective. And just within this conversation, I picked up a couple things that I wasn't aware of. You gave us a great resource, the Atomic Habit books. I, I'm looking forward to reading that myself. So Oleg Tchaikovsky, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor, and believe me, an education. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,